are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Soak Pod. In this episode, um, I'm graced by the presence of both Mr. Mathush and Roji. Um, they're joining the pod again, this time, as usual, to talk about mostly the NBA topics, basketball topics. Um, today, we'll go. We'll take a deep dive into NBA free agency, which has pretty much exploded um, all over the internet um, over the last week. So, yeah, I think um, Roji has been very invested into it. So, I guess, what topic do you want to start with today, Roji? Yo, okay. I, obviously, we're not going to start with this topic because it's probably not too relevant. I listened to a 2022 draft podcast this morning, mm-hmm. but that, that's probably not what we're going to start with. We can just start wrapping up how uh, free agency went. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can start Raptors free agency. Like, I guess some moves are made. I guess a, a sign and trade or trade got a new point guard. Um, we said Ken Birch. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on those on those um moves? Like, I think like our biggest signing would be Masai out of all the free agents that happened. So I don't know oh, the, yeah. the temper, the temper. Oh my god. That's Yo, I think they're, they're gonna go. Um, they're gonna go in on that charge because the Bucks only got such a little charge. They didn't actually end up getting the player, and then we, we might end up losing like, like a second or first round pick. Wait, why would Toronto lose it though? I thought it would be on because, big to call, uh, I mean, both. No, because it's both, right? Because it's a sign and trade. Oh, it's sign and trade. Oh, so like we're still part of it because of the trade. Yeah. Because oh, the thing is, like, I think with the Bucks, like they got off off it pretty easily because they didn't end up with the player then. But we actually have the player, right? So, but it's probably uh, gonna be something like like very far in the future. But thing is, is like, yo, like I still like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about those rules. I know, yeah, we didn't follow the rules, which is fair. It's just that I feel like they should enforce it for everybody, not just enforcing it just for select teams. Yeah, because like I don't know, I feel like a lot of other teams do tampering. Because like I don't know, it just the amount of deals I got signed within the first few minutes of free agency, you know, like yeah, there's something up with that, you know. So, yeah, ironically, I don't think the, the Westbrook one is not uh, tampering, ironically, because <laughs> that's a trade, right? There's no signing. But Yeah, are you um, sure? Like, if people, they look through LeBron's messages, they might find some tampering with that. <laughs> hey, man, you already know, you already know. <laughs> oh, yeah, the only, only way yeah. to find out. Apparently, they can audit, like, uh, like team phone calls and shit. Wait, really? Yeah, I, I won't shoot it, so it's pretty legit. Interesting. Like, I don't know if they'll go that like into it, but that would be yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost like a pick though. Mm, that would be unfortunate, but like, so I'm assuming Heat would get the same punishment, right? Yeah, but they don't have any picks to lose, <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with them. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> what if they're just like, yo, we, uh, yo, um, your punishment is like, yo, you gotta give Jimmy Butler the Raptors instead of going. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's possible, but yo, actually, uh, speaking of yo, that actually leads pretty well to the next topic. You think Jimmy Butler, like, would you have paid that contract to him, or would you pay something a little less? Definitely not that much. Well, you have like, to, feel, to keep him and heat culture stuff. So, I guess so, but like, I feel like where is Miami getting all that money from? Like, have you seen all their like recent signings? Yeah, I, I think contract? the Duncan Robinson one was all right. Like, I think eighteen million for sure, especially one who's like kind of athletic. It's like pretty mm-hmm. good. I think the issue becomes like when the guy's a shooter, but he's not athletic. And then I'm not, not sure if he's worth that money. I think like Norman Powell and Duncan Robinson, like those con- those contracts make sense, like 18 million a year. But mm-hmm. I think like Jimmy Butler, like 50 million, he's 36. That's like a little too much. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because you're basically like he's probably gonna like decline like near the end of his contract. So yeah, I and, like I like, I don't want to like rag on the guy because he's like a very all star like all NBA level player. But yeah, he already has kind of declined a bit, right? Like his shot is gone, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah, uh, what was your all favorite uh, free agency signing? Like other teams, or it could be the Raptors. I don't know. Raptors, they haven't really signed like any big names. I'm pretty sure they're like two Euro stars. Um, there's that one guy who I think he got Shaq an MVP for the he went for like a layup and then just kind of dribbled the ball and gets his head and tripped over. I oh, Sam Decker? Yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. Like we, we signed him. So I remember hearing that one. So I don't know. I don't know how good these signings will be. Another guy, he's from the Euro League, I want to say. I'm not yeah, too- but I, I do got to give the Raptors some credit though. Like Ken Birch is a good signing. Like, um, they went out of their way to get him in the middle of the season and he wanted to come to us instead of uh, yeah. exploring other options. So I feel like our best option for free agents are just going to be Canadian ones. Yeah. How about Gary Trent? Like his resign? Um, I'm like, uh, think- I'm like medium, I'm like medium on it. Like I'm not crazy high on it. I'm not low on it either. Um, his role is a bit more important now though. Now that we have us uh, shooting isn't as deep as it was before. Mm-hmm. So it, it does make sense to retain him. I'm, I'm not sure about the three year contract though because it was like three-year contract with no option and that's good but i mean trent can leave in like two years now right like, wait was is, there a player option right? yeah is a player option for his third year uh, actually wait, is it a player option or a team option uh, i don't know it's how player it but i'm not yeah, sure. yeah i think it's player i think the no ken burch is the one with the team option yeah, 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 yeah you're right it's player okay but like yeah. i think it'll be fine like worst case like if he does leave in like the two years like i feel like we can still like Find or offer more, yeah, because I feel like at that point, like, like Gary Trent, he's either gonna go like up or down. Like, I don't think he's gonna stay the same, right? So yeah, and I feel like he's gonna go up just because like he has shot tendencies that are like, like kind of kind of characteristic of players. Like he has shot tendencies and he makes the shots of like players who improve. So exactly. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Any uh, free agency like, signings you like like outside of the? Oh, actually, good to you. Uh, no, no, I was just going to just say, like, yeah, I'm just looking forward to see how he, like, plays off. But, yeah, like, I just going to your question. Um, I don't know. Like, not really, like, a player specifically, but, like, I just like what the Bulls did in general. Just, like, yeah. with their signings. With Lonzo and DeRozan, like, that's a lot of good pickups they did. Like, mm, yeah, I'm, too, but, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of what they did. I think uh, I think that since the Bulls have been in the lottery and have been doing the same thing for year after year, at some point you have to make the move. And now that you have Vucevic, this is the perfect time to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That team is, like, cool. Their starting lineup is looking really nice. Just with who they have right now. Yeah. Like that kind of like leads me to like saying like I don't have I, I don't know what's gonna happen with the East next year. Like it's so competitive now. Um mm-hmm. like I don't know if I can like project teams like the Celtics or the Raptors anymore because like just the teams around them got so much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I like like I was like I was just thinking about it too. And like like right now, just based on like like what teams have built around them and who they have, like the top five in the East is already like pretty set in stone. I think like with probably like, uh, like my bet is going to be the top five is going to be like Milwaukee, Philly, Heat, Nets. And then I want to say Bulls now too, just with the team they have. Yeah, so, no, they're good. I, I think they'll probably be like a top like eight, 10 team at the start of this season. But by the end of the season, like they'll gel and the chemistry will be good. Cause that team's going to have chemistry issues to start. just because like none of them have ever played with each other and like they play very different styles. I think at the end, they'll be able to figure it out. That's exactly what I think so, too. So, that's what I'm saying. So, like, with, like, the remaining East, like, I'm pretty sure it's just up to, like, the Celtics and then Raptors. And then I don't know who the eighth, like, who top eight would be. 
Yeah, it's like, like I don't want to sl- slander like the Raptors or the Celtics too much because I don't mm-hmm. like the arguments that people usually say in favor of them. It's like, oh, we're like the fourth seed at like this point, but like they're just barely five hundred. You know, there's like a difference. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like they got. That's why I was kind of hoping that they make like a bit more of a drastic move, whether it be like, um, I they, they I, I heard the rumors that they got they could they could have shot Rashawn Holmes if they wanted to. They just didn't want to pay him for four years and they want to do three instead or less. But um. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not really sure what they're going for. And honestly, like I feel like the Raptors and the Celtics are kind of in a similar spot right now. Where it's mm-hmm. like the teams around them are getting a lot better, but they're kind of just staying put. Like maybe like Raptors, that's what I was thinking too about this year. I think Raptors are gonna use this as like an experimental year to see how like things Barnes fits with the team too, and then just kind of based on see how that goes and then kind of build from there. Like I heard some rumors about like Siakam to Sacramento, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think if you were to do that, you'd have to get like picks because that's the only thing you'd really want from Sacramento, right? I mean, I guess it's De'Aaron Fox, but if it's De'Aaron Fox, then like, there's no point in doing the trade, right? Because it's pretty much a collateral move. Yeah. Like, I, don't know. I think that would be a good trade, though, no? If we get uh, Siakam for. It's like things. it wouldn't like change like the trajectory of your team, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't like, like I think you do like a, tra- like, for example, if the Warriors trade like Kuminga and Moody for Siakam, that would change your team like a lot, right? Because instead of having Rookies the first year, they would have like you know a star, right? Oh, or like a borderline all star. But if uh, Sacramento trades for uh, the Kings, like I guess unless you're just like, trying to make the roster as good as possible, I think Sacramento will get a bit better, and we probably get probably stay the same, or maybe get a little bit better too. So I, I guess from that point, it kind of makes sense. But um, depends yeah. if you can get both sides to agree. And I think a lot of Sacramento um fans are probably say they probably don't want to take the risk with Siakam just because. With like Fox, you see like a shot's kind of on the way. Uh, he's pretty consistent. He's pretty athletic. He's pretty young. But mm-hmm. Siakam's like four years older, and also his shot is kind of like in and out. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think Sacramento would say yes. But who knows? Stanley, what do you think? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think Raptors need more guards. I think well, we have <laughs> we have like solid young players as guards and in our guards positions. And I don't know. Just adding De'Aaron Fox might make it too saturated and. And we need some, I guess, established forward, I guess, or like, like someone like, like Siakam, or like, uh, like a wing? Yeah, like, like someone established like Siakam to, I guess, be like a good, like, I guess, go-to person on our team for, in terms of most plays. Like he can mm-hmm. play, make he can like shoot at, at times, but like, like I, I think I'm enduring Fox and like a bunch of other guards like um, Van Vliet, um, Flynn, um. I guess well, Gary like Trent's not going to start, but I think the issue would be that you have to move Gary Trent to the bench. Yeah. And you just paid him like all this money, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's... yeah. And I'm pretty sure, um, like, Jaron Fox is like Sacramento's franchise player. Like, unless you trade him for Ben Simmons, I'm not too sure who else. Yeah. Would, I think really. they even said no for that trade. I think, I think they got yeah. offered Simmons for Fox and they said no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I guess the thing is like the Raptors like have to decide what they want to do this year, right? Because like at this rate, like um, the team's kind of gotten worse every year. You know what I mean? Since like the Kawhi left, so I guess maybe that actually kind of improved from last year to this year. Since we, no, we lost Kyle Lowry. Yeah, so it has gotten worse every year. So they kind of have to decide like what to do. Like do you want to prioritize like uh, like retaining their assets, you know, and just like competing for as long as they can, or do they want to prioritize um, the growth of the young players? 
or is it something where they just use this as like a diagnostic year you see okay let's see like how good is this core really you know what i mean like they don't have kyle anymore they don't have marcus all they don't have Baca. like just this core with decent pieces around it like how far can they get and if, i guess i think if the core gets far this year they make moves to improve the team and the core doesn't get far then they'll explore like either trades or they just make them available i don't think it'll really get that far because most people are relatively inexperienced still but you think so i think like van Bleen siakam would be like 28 by then next year yeah Dude, but yeah, uh, be, yeah they're pretty like I, I, like especially I, like i feel like and also like if you wait one more year then they're expiring contracts Mm. Do you think Dragic will play for this team? Uh, I think he'll play. Start, but I think he, will. he won't start, but like he'll come off the bench. I think like he's pretty like veteran presence and stuff. You know. And never mind then. I yeah, like, Raptors have a pretty good chance of being like seven or eight seed then or playing. Exactly, and I think a two out two like not little normally we're talking about him, but like I think he's gonna be pretty proper too, like as a secondary like option for like our like center. Like I don't know what's gonna happen with Thing though. Like um, because I know we have Birch, but I don't know if um. Um, I'm blanking on his name here. Why can't I remember? Ken Birch? No, no, the... Jua? Uh, Chris Boucher? Boucher, there we go. Are they going to play a center next year too, or do you think they're going to try him at power forward? I think they're going to try him at power forward. Because, like, if you saw, like, I think, like, he was, like, one of, like, the top, like, players in the, like, uh, like fantasy-wise. <laughs> Just because, like, he was, like, shot-blocking, high accuracy, can shoot a three, like... Yeah, like, mm, he's pretty good. The only thing with... Uh, Boucher is like at center, he has concerns for strength, and mm-hmm. at power forward, he has concerns for lateral quickness. But I imagine one of those two things will probably improve a little bit in the offseason, exactly. So, so he like, should be pretty good next year. Mm-hmm. So, how do you think that's also another player that? we got to resign too because <laughs> he's in on expiring and he's I, I don't think he'll come back for six million again, yeah, definitely. Like, I think like he'd rather go be like a starter on a team, versus, yeah, or at least like, get paid what he deserves, but. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's where it's like that's where I feel like maybe like the best um like goal for the Raptors is just get to have a good environment around, you know, Gary Trent, OG, uh Barnes and Flynn. So, you know, their development isn't hampered and just compete while you're doing it. And mm-hmm. unless you're just getting absolutely smoked and like you're like the tenth or like eleventh seed, um just kind of stay put. I just think the only thing that would suck is if uh if it came to like you know two two years down the line and we lose Van Vliet or Siakam, and then we kind of look back and we're saying like damn like we, like we lost the asset like every year, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, so they just gotta make sure that doesn't happen. Maybe they can sign one of them to an extension, and then you know we, this discussion that wouldn't even matter anymore. But yeah, um, I think Van Vliet would be the type to sign an extension. I'm not sure about Siakam though, but um, um, yeah, it's just I guess it's just like an experimental like diagnostic year really. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, well, this year is definitely going to be a big thing, especially seeing how Barnes fits up for our team too. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting one for sure. Yeah, I think they're going to experiment. Like, I think you're going to see some like really like weird lineups. You're probably going to see OG at the two. Uh, uh you, you might see Barnes probably starting at point guard. Um, you know, Siakam at the three. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they started a lineup with uh, Barnes, OG, Siakam, and Birch mm-hmm. at some point. That would be an interesting lineup. The thing is, like, if you are kind of like, you know, like a middle of the pack team, then you have to, like, I think the Raptors probably want to experiment and see, okay, what can we do to this team, like, you know, scheme wise to get the most out of the players, right? Mm-hmm. And Nick Nurse is like that kind of coach that will experiment and stuff. 
Stanley, what are your expectations for the team this year? Uh, yeah, just like what you guys said, it's just um, mostly experimental. Like, there's no expectations for championships or anything. Like, maybe wait for next or next next free agency and possibly to draft since there's some top tier prospects coming out of the next few drafts, which is pretty exciting. Um, like the French guy. Um, yeah, Victor Chet Wanambaya. Yeah, I think Chet Holmgren. How's that correctly? Imoni Bates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe Ronnie James. I also think there's also a chance that the Raptors just don't think this next draft is that good and are just like competing because of it. That's also another possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this draft isn't as good. The next draft isn't as good as this 2021 one. Yeah. Right. But like, that could also be a possibility. I don't think they'll tank like intentionally. Like, it, they probably do, do it with you last year. Like, they'll wait until the deadline and then see what happens. Ah, uh, true. Like, the only team that I can see like intentionally tanking right now is like OKC. Yeah, and the thing is, like, like who would you tank for? There's no like Kate. There's no Kate or Jalen Green next craft, right? So mm, I guess so. The chat is like close, but he's not. I guess yeah, yeah. You have to see how that college year would play out. Yeah, because he's supposed to be one of like the best high school prospects too. Like so, mm. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, maybe we're just allergic to Gonzaga uh, prospects. You know what I mean? <laughs> why? <laughs> that, why we didn't pick Suggs? <laughs> maybe, oh man, maybe. Actually, yeah, Stanley, what was your reaction when you didn't pick Suggs? I think I mentioned this to you before. Like, yeah, I was pretty surprised. Um, it seemed like Suggs was pretty well-rounded, but yeah, in terms of what the Raptors needs, like Scotty Barnes isn't like something that's out of left field. It's something that can be useful, but yeah, I get like maybe um, still a bit upsetting since um, Suggs seemed like a pretty cool guy and yeah, like, every, every, everyone. And everyone already expected, like, I think he might have even expected to be on the Raptors, but I mean, mm-hmm. didn't really get drafted. Also, there's, like, kind of, like, unique kind of, like, ripple effects of not picking Suggs. Like, if you pick Suggs, like, it would have been pretty clear, like, you know, you're just running this back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he would have, like, you just take out Larry, you put Suggs in, probably get pushed to a back in the trade. Um, and Gordon Dragic would be your sixth man. And you just kind of rock with that, right? But um, now that he's, and then you could be like, okay, Suggs is, like, a high floor guy. Um, now you, you can be pretty confident that this team is going to compete for the next couple of years. But now that you have like a player who's like needs a bit more development um, to reach his like potential compared to Suggs, now the question is like, okay, how do you fit this and also staying like a competitive team? Because hmm. I, I, I think at some point, like I think especially throughout like the ranked of Scotty's rookie contract i would like him to have the ball like just as much as siakam if not like only like a little bit less you know what i mean mm-hmm. so do you think like, he's gonna you, be you starting never... then for sure like off the bat or? well he's definitely starting um that's the bat because siakam is injured but um like after that i think they're probably gonna like um they're gonna try siakam at the four and they're probably gonna keep siakam starting lineup no matter what but they might try like stuff like putting tr- playing scotty at the point or like if someone let's say like someone's injured they just put in scotty in the starting lineup like stuff like that because like mm-hmm. the last thing you want to happen to your rookie, your top four pick, is he doesn't uh, he doesn't pan out because you just didn't give him the minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like he's an interesting player. Uh, you know, if you're kind of like not pick the consensus player, that was a very good pick to use it on, like an oversized uh, forward with guard skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But it's just, I'm just hoping that like they take the time to develop him and like I don't know see what happens with them too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I guess we can now talk about the Lakers, um, who probably made one of the most moves during this offseason <laughs> and just revamping their whole team, basically. I guess, um, how do you guys feel about like adding, adding like mostly older talent and I guess signing Russell Westbrook? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like just from my thought, like I know a lot of people are calling him like the LA retirement home, but like I still think they're like, proper squad like i know like yeah maybe like they're older in age but like in terms of the talent like a lot of these guys are still like very good i think like mm-hmm. carmelo like his shooting like you thought on the blazers like he can put up those clutch shots when you need it and then lebron like this guy's still basically in this like prime like i guess you could say he's declining now but like still averaging 25 and then i don't know just overall it's just, like still a good team and they have like westbrook and like he, he's like known for the playmaking and they do have some young squad too with like tht monk so like I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing how they play. Yeah. Honestly, man, like I'm not, I, I'm not a Lakers fan. In fact, like, I probably want a smaller market team to uh, succeed more than the Lakers. But you know, Russ getting Russ on your team—that's all it really takes me to watch your team. So um, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably gonna be watching a lot of Lakers games this year, a lot more than I usually watch. Probably a lot more than I ever watched, to be honest. But um, yeah, entertainment-wise, I'm a big fan of the team. I think it's like a good move, especially if they do think LeBron like needs a bit. Um, needs to let off the gas a bit in the regular season to leave more room for the playoffs, like more than usual. Um, and I think the Russ move is like perfect for that. Cause Russ is going to give you hundred percent of the court every single day. Uh, he's probably going to be like, he can probably have like a torn ACL and he probably still give you hundred percent every single day. <laughs> so he's like a perfect guy for the get for them. And all these moves kind of address all their needs. And I think even if they wanted, they could still um, get some return for Schroeder. Um, they probably won't just because, it's up, I think it's like a threshold. Like if the team wants more than like a certain amount, they can't sign and trade him anymore. Um, but yeah, I think they made the right moves. Pretty, if I was a Lakers fan, I'd be very, very happy with the offseason. I think the only teams that probably beat them are like the Bulls. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, do you think Lakers are like atop the Western Conference? Um, provided everyone's healthy, yeah, I think so. Uh, and actually, I like. I want to agree with that too. Like, I definitely see them coming like top four at minimum in the West. Yeah, actually, I think this is the first year the West might be a little like a little bit closer to the East now in terms of like competition. Um, because like the West kind of stayed put apart mm-hmm. from the Lakers and the East. Like literally every team, like top to bottom, that's not like a contender. Yeah. Um, and it's not like the <laughs> unfortunately it's not the Raptors or the Celtics got better, right? The Miami yeah. they got Lowry. Um, I I don't actually not not the Sixers, but they're probably gonna do a move at some point. Yeah, um, especially with Simmons wanting to leave. Like, well, from what I heard, at least it looks like he wants to leave. Yeah, so they might get like a decent like return for him. Mm-hmm. The Bulls got better. The Cavs got better by getting Mobley. Uh, um, who else? Orlando got Suggs, so they got better, and they didn't lose anyone. Yeah. They also uh, got like who's the number their second pick up? Franz Wagner. Got, like, yeah, he's, yeah he's also. Yeah, he's probably going to be able to contribute immediately. So Yeah, so that's why I'm saying, like... And then Detroit Pistons as well, yo. Like, with yeah. Kate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of the West teams kind of stayed put. The Spurs got worse. I mean, the Warriors got better, that's true. But um, the Suns maybe got a little worse. Because um, they lost Tory Craig, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Some so stayed yeah. the same, but got worse. Um Clippers probably were going to stay the same. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. I think, honestly, I think those East versus West games 
like you know that every East team has to play are gonna be yeah. interesting this year because you get a good idea of, like how good is the East compared to the West. Exactly. Also, just like I know you mentioned like, like Cleveland, I was a quick like side question. Like, what do you think? Like, they're like are they remotely power forward? Do you think? Uh, I think I, I don't know. I I kind of like low key like if I was Cleveland like see I I kind of like harp on Toronto for saying you know you don't want Scotty's not getting minutes to be the reason why he doesn't develop. But I think it's actually a little worse in Cleveland because um, Mobley is like a true he could play power forward, but he's a lot better at center. And the thing with Mobley is size, right? So at some point you know you got to test the size that he grows into and see if it works down the post, right? Yeah, so I do but, think it's important for him to play center minutes at least within the next like two to three years, maybe like second year especially. Mm-hmm. But to start, you can definitely start him at power forward. But he is you're not making the most of his skill set if he's at power forward. Like you can yeah. do it, but it's like playing, it's like playing, um, it's like playing Steph Curry the shooting guard. Like you could do it, but you you're better off playing him at the point. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's why I was confused too. Because I thought like they might trade Jared Allen, but then when they resigned him, that's why I'm like, huh. Why did they sign Mobley? Because they could have like picked up like I don't know like even Barnes for example would have made him a good fit for them because like they already have two good guards with like Garland and then Sexton so yeah I don't know yeah honestly Mobley like I'm kind of Loki I'm kind of worried about him now that he's in Cleveland <laughs> like, you never Loki, know, man. like I I feel like Mobley's gotta like, like he could probably just be good regardless of the team but I feel like if it was a te- another team that give him more leeway like he probably develop like. He had, had more room. He had more opportunity to show off his skill set than he would at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Like, what do you think, Stanley, about it? Yeah, um, I agree with that. Like, yeah, Jared Allen still pretty young, so could still develop a bit more. And I don't think really drafting Evan Mobley would really help. But mm-hmm. um, maybe like put Evan Mobley power forward, Jared Allen center. Maybe that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. It's kind of funny though. Every team that drafted has a conflict of the position, except for Detroit. Detroit, Rock- yeah. It's got Cade. No, 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 the Rockets got Green, and Green's not known as a playmaker. Playmaker, so now they don't have like a point, like a like a young point guard for their core. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who was their point guard beforehand though? John, John Wall. Wall. Oh yeah. Oh, then yeah. Yeah, and then huh. Cleveland could have gotten Suggs, um, and, and traded Sexton, which is what they were planning to do. Um, but then they got Mobley. We could have gotten Suggs to replace Kyle Lowry, and we we got Barnes. So we have Siakam and OG, and then Orlando has a huge guard jam, and they picked Suggs. Yeah, that's why it's gonna be interesting. Like with Fultz and Cole Anthony, like I'm pretty sure one of them is gone, basically. Uh, yeah, I think like you can play Suggs at the two, but one of them is gonna have to be in the bench to start. I think maybe Cole Anthony, but maybe Markel Fultz is coming back from injury. I hope that guy turns it around, man. I don't want that guy to have that bust label. Hmm. Yeah, well, he, I think he is turning it around. Like over the last few years, like his yeah. you don't really don't really call him a bust anymore. Like his mm-hmm. serviceable, like he's still on a roster. Yeah, yeah. I just want him to get get like that borderline all star. That you know, at some point, get that one all star appearance, like Drew Holiday. So that way, he's kind of like people be like, ah, right, you know what? He he wasn't like a generational talent, but you still got a good player out of that first pick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. That I'm kind of rooting for that guy too to pop off. Like just prove everyone like all everyone wrong for like that he has like that talent to be number one pick or prove why he was number one. Yeah, pick. and to be fair, like the ACL injury is kind of like a freak injury. Like he's not he doesn't really get that many. Like the main injury that kind of screwed him in Philly was the shoulder one, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was another shoulder. It was like two back to back shoulder injuries and another one after. Then I'd be worried. But if it's a leg injury, it's like I right, it just happens. 
You know, so yeah. happened to Jamal Murray, happened to OG. Um, so yeah, should be good. So yeah, it's gonna be fun next year to see all these players once they're back. This hopefully is not as bad this year in terms of injuries. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess. How do you guys also feel about? Um, we didn't talk about like Patty Mills to Brooklyn yet. Adding another point guard. Oh, there's yeah. Super yeah. Team. I think the thing with Brooklyn is like they just gotta stay healthy, right? Um, if you stay healthy, yeah. you have a pretty good shot of um winning. And then you kind of like, you know, then there's none of that. Um, oh, you know, what would happen if blah blah blah, right? So main goal is just stay healthy. And I think maybe getting someone Patty Mills, like, um, maybe you know if you're like the fourth or fifth in the conference and someone goes like if someone goes down, you become the fourth in the conference instead of like the second or third. You don't like mm-hmm. panic as much, right? Exactly. Because if anything, I feel like they might use them a lot in the regular season just so they can, like, not overuse their all superstars. Mm-hmm. Like, and this guy's proven, like, in the Olympics that he can pop off. So it's going to be really fun. He dropped yeah. 40 points, right? Against yeah. Slovenia. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I actually have, like a, like, a theory. Like, I actually think, like, Rudy Gobert is, like, a lot better than the Jazz are using him as. The thing is, like, oh, yeah. since the Jazz don't have, like, any perimeter defenders, like, his weaknesses are like way more obvious compared to other players. Oh, so like having that, so they can kind of like run a zone is what you're saying? Like if they had like proper perimeter? Yeah, because the thing was, they don't have any good perimeter defense defenders, right? Like you have like, a, you know, older Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell was already taking so much offensive load. And then like yeah. Joe, Joe Ingles and who else do they have? Like those guys aren't really like, yeah, those guys aren't like known as good defenders, right? So yeah. if Gobert pretty much to do everything, right? But I noticed in like that France uh, international game, yeah. um, like he's like like since they have good perimeter defenders or at least better ones, he mm-hmm. looks a lot better on the court. And this is like an Olympic gold medal match, you know what I'm saying? This isn't like no regular season game, right? So yeah, I think he's a lot better. I just think teams like the Jazz like need to like look at like what you know what their international players are doing in the Olympics and be like, okay, what's making these guys successful here and not successful here. You know what I mean? Because it's not just talent, right? Because if that's the case, then USA should just smoke everyone. Yeah. It's definitely like a team dynamic and like just overall like play style. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one to see because like if Utah, like they haven't done any changes either because I'm assuming like since they got first seed last year, they're like, yo, we'll just run it back and just hopefully like not choke in the playoffs. Or I think they got one good player. I forgot who it was. Um, Was this... (laughs) Somebody, I can't remember. Stanley, do you know who we're talking about? The Jazz signed someone who's like somewhat decent, like a bench player. Ojanovich. Wait, this like this off season? Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, Javale McGee, right? Yeah, Javale McGee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so, that's not gonna help Gobert too much, but maybe well, yeah, like, maybe load his. Like a yeah, because like wait, did they get rid of Derek Favors then? Yeah, because I think they don't want to pay him. Ah, true. Oh, yeah, they got Rudy Gay. They got Rudy Gay. Oh. And Whiteside, so like... I think. Oh, yeah, Hassan you're right. Yeah, yeah. JaVale McGee's a different team. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I think oh, Hassan McGee's Whiteside. Different team. Interesting. Yeah. So that might help with just, like, I don't know. Rudy Gay, he, he's going to be nice. Like, uh, I know, like, call him old and stuff, and like, but, like, he's still, like, I think he's still, like, a player. Like, just, like, a role player, at least. I mean, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, man, I'm very much looking forward. Even though like the Raptors aren't doing anything crazy next year, I'm still thinking the the the, the conference is going to be very entertaining to watch, and it's going to be a lot more parity compared to other years. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Oh, actually, so what yeah. do y'all think about Kyle Lowry leaving? Yeah, it's pr- destined to happen. Like, I don't no. think, like, unless we're, we're still in championship contention, it's probably going to leave. Mm-hmm. But I guess we, I just, we heard that. I, I don't know if you guys heard that, but um, getting his jersey retired, the first ever Raptor to get their jersey retired. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. So I'm surprised they didn't retire like Droz's jersey when he got traded. No, no, it's like but, they, they, they probably reti- retire his jersey when he retires. But Lowry oh. will probably be the first one before DeRozan. Yeah, he's older, right? Oh, really? To be honest, I didn't know that. But it makes sense. So, yeah, I think you're right. I'm surprised they um, Vince Carter's jersey, too. Like I know like there was some beef with like when he left Toronto, but I don't know. He still did put Toronto on the map. So I'm surprised. Also, I think it's also Vince retired during like the start of COVID, right? Uh, so like he didn't get like an official retirement kind of thing. Yeah, so I guess the Raptors probably like, oh, what the fuck is happening to our team next year? <laughs> Instead of like you know retirements, <laughs> yeah. he might get retired. I think he's on more on the fence, but I think like DeRozan and Lowry are pretty much locks. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm kind of surprised that Chris Bosh didn't get anything retired, but I guess I don't know. It's it's kind of like in the middle between like the all the Vince Carter hype and the DeRozan Lowry, I guess playoff runs mm-hmm. hype. Yeah, I yeah. think it's the second um, Raptor star we lost in the Heat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, both leaving to join super teams. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be so weird, like, watching Lowry, like, like draw a charge against us. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I can't get... That's, yeah, it's actually so sad. It's going to be interesting to see, though, the thing, um, like, uh, like the thing video. Like for Lowry, oh, dude, 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 that that's gonna be like one of the best tribute videos ever. Like, way it's way better than the Kawhi one. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Kawhi was only like one year, but he did one as a chip. But like, oh, and Drozens too. Like that was a proper one. But yeah, Lowry's man, by far the that's, best. Because they have everything. They're gonna have like the Celtics bubble stuff in there. They're yeah. gonna have when he's tore. Remember he dropped forty two points against the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's actually so kind of ironic. That's his last game as a Raptor. Yeah, yeah. Him dropping like forty seven, like seven threes against the Lakers. I mean, it's a good game, right? For yeah. sure. Dude, that was when I was like peak, like peak tank mode, bro. And I was like, why did they win this? But looking back, like, none of it mattered because we got who we wanted. Yeah. Apparently, uh, they've been uh, scouting Scotty Barnes like, since he's in high school. Really? Yeah, apparently. I thought it was bullshit, but it, <laughs> even like a pretty legit source. So. Interesting. I wonder how it's going to be like for thing. Um, like, I don't know, like maybe that's why Masai picked him up. Like probably something about yeah, it. Yeah, but... I think they got I think they got they definitely have more information on him than they do Suggs. I think that much like guaranteed because you know he went to the draft combine and stuff and just like mm-hmm. I think it's it's very interesting to have like a like a high upside player because now you want to watch and be like, all right, yo, is he gonna reach this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like if you had like someone like Suggs, you'd be kind of know what to expect, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, like, it's probably one of the more interesting years to be a Raptors fan for sure. Mm-hmm. Unless we tank again, and it's, I don't know, but I'm highly doubted. Yeah, I just, like, hope, they scout, I just hope they scout in like that, like low in that high teens, like low twenties range, and not scout in like the the thirty range. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we're not gonna be that good. Uh, yeah, because you just got in know. the thirty range. That means you're like a one seed, right, or top three seed. Yeah, but if you're scouting like the twenties or high teens, you're like a sixth seed. I do think though it would be an interesting dilemma. Like if they're like a nine seed for the plane, like would they go for it or would they tank? 
I have, I have no idea. It's pretty hard. Well, question. I mean, like you already secured the ninth seed, right? At that point, like, how does it work again? Like, do you get your pick based on how far you go in the playoffs, or by your seeding? A seeding. All right. So, like, I feel like if you make like tenth or ninth seed at that point, you just kind of like, I don't know, just go for the playoffs or just play as you can. Because like, there's no like, the, I'm pretty sure by then, like, the bottom three teams or bottom two teams will be a lock for like dead last. So at that point, you just kind of do what you do. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. If I was seven or eight, I'd 100 go for it. Nine, I'd look at like I look at the actual like number. So if like yeah. you know like five games ahead of like ten like what's the point right yeah um if it's like point five games ahead of ten you might think about it um mm-hmm. we'd also think like what, what are we doing by tanking you know what I mean like, you getting like a very good asset back for Drogic very good asset back for whoever or is you just doing it just for the sake of doing it right because if it's like option two you may you know just compete because you know you don't want to hinder the guy's development for no reason you get away with it this season because you know you you're resting like Fred and siakam and og and even then you probably shouldn't have done that um but you know it's fine for like a month or two especially since they were so fatigued from covid right that, i mean i think if you watch the games that much like evident right especially when they're doing that small ball stuff but now like it's gonna be a lot harder to sell that now unless y'all are just like just straight up like really bad <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah oh man so actually um how much time do you have Stanley? a minute uh, oh. Okay. Uh, who do you think is winning each conference next year? Oh, yeah, Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> I guess we could end it off with that. I guess you guys could say who you think will win the East next year. East, uh, Miami Heat. I, I'm Brooklyn and the Golden State Warriors. Damn. Second one's kind of a fan um, pick, but you don't know. Yeah, I would say Golden State too, not going to lie. I'm going to I look forward to them on the West. I'd say Lakers. Wait, no, no, no. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, what happened? <laughs> yo, okay, yo, Loki, I can stand. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. You think LeBron's? Uh, um, you think LeBron's gonna fall off in the next two years? Like an actual fall off, not like why she won the shot again fall off. If he gets injured, there'll be a fall off. That's all. If if he stays healthy, then he won't fall off. Yeah, I can see this guy just torching teams and dropping like twenty seven, and I can also see him just like taking a backseat and dropping like. Like I saw like twenty three or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think this should wrap up this episode of the Zesty's Life Pod. Um, I guess thanks, Matush and Rochi, for joining once again. It's been great talking about the free agency, and pretty sure there'll be a lot more free agency stuff to come within the next few weeks. So yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. No worries. Okay, thanks for listening, and stay zesty.